Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help you build wealth, we help you do work that you love, and we help you build actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, uh, Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw, and I'm joined by my co-host, Rachel Cruz, host of Smart Money Happy Hour, host of The Rachel Cruz Show, and uh, we're taking your calls today. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. Whatever you call in with, we're going to talk about it, whether it's something going on with college, how are you going to pay for college, what to do with your student loans, uh, how to buy a car, how to buy a house, whatever it is, give us a call. We want to take your call, and we're going to go to Andrew in Alberta, Canada. Ooh, what's going on, Andrew? What's up in your world? Not much. Thank you for taking my call. I really appreciate your time. You're very welcome. So I'll just get, uh, my question's pretty short. Uh, long story short is my wife and I are both 34. Uh, we're on baby steps four, five, and six. We could be on seven. Um, we don't have much of a mortgage left. We have about 108000 And I really want to pull from our retirement accounts just to finish paying off the house. But my wife's a little bit hesitant. And so I'm just wondering if it's a good idea or if it's not. Mm. So most of the, well, all of the time, Andrew, at least here in the States, we do not recommend cashing out retirement because there's fees and penalties before you're 59 and a half. Uh, and in yeah. Canada, what is there, what's the, what's the age limit there for pulling retirement? Well, like, oh man, it depends. Like, um, I just know like we, cause you guys have the Roth IRAs. We have the tax free savings account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in our tax trees, they're basically maxed out. So we have about 150 cash. It's in like a GIC uh, that's cashable at 5% for two years. Um, and then the other hundred and whatever thousand is all mutual funds. And we're investing about $1,000 a month into our accounts okay. for retirement. Now, are the um, mutual funds, is it within a tax-free system for specifically retirement? Or is that more just overall investing and there would be no penalties except for taxes? Uh, there's no penalty, so I could take it up whenever. Um, I just know, so like all in all between like, I have locked in retirement accounts that I can't touch till I'm 65 Mm -hmm. and we have our tax free. That's liquid. It's still invested at like 5%. Um, but the thing is, so we have close to 300 sitting between all the accounts and then our emergency funds, like another 40. Okay. So what's your income? My, uh, it's it's varied. It went from about one eighty down to like thirty, and then it went kind of back up to about one twenty. What do you do? So, it, um, my wife's a nurse. I do water and sewer, uh, but we actually ended up moving overseas for several years, uh, like as missionaries. Okay. And so we we literally went from one eighty back down to like thirty, and then uh, now we're back working, and so it's up to about one twenty. Okay. Well, Andrew, you guys make great money. You could you could pay off the house with just the money you guys earn in three years. Absolutely. How quickly do you think yeah, you like, could do it? Because we think you could do it in, in, in two, three years. Well, our mortgage is up at the end of next December. And then um, we obviously don't want to renew because our interest rate is so low. It's at like 1.8%. So I think we could do it. We could probably get it down to about half by the end of next year. The thing is, um, we've had house repairs. I've had some medical bills that were all cash flowing. Uh-huh. We haven't had to touch our emergency fund, um, but the medical stuff is the big one. Like it's it's fairly substantial that I have to pay. Okay. So that's been yeah. So you said something, and I just want to clarify um, for myself and maybe anybody listening. 
am I, did you, did I hear it right? In Canada, your mortgage is variable for a certain amount of time and then it has the ability to change. Is that correct? Is that what you meant when you said the mortgage is up? Uh, so ours is a fixed rate at 1.8% uh-huh. um, till the end of next year. And then we would have to renew at whatever the current rate is with right, our okay. bank. So you're trying um, to avoid it whole- going higher. Yeah. So honestly, even like I'm, I'm really a go-getter. Like I want to be out of debt so bad. I'm kind of OCD mm-hmm. about it. My wife's very hesitant, which I understand because she's more cautious, mm-hmm. which is what I need. But uh, we're just in such a good spot financially that I just see like, well, let's just pay off the house, be completely debt-free and then just stash cash away yeah. as much as possible. You're sure. in such a good spot. Um, what would happen? I mean, how, how far could you cut down your finances? Because what I would do, I would even go for a year and say, how much can we pay off on this for a year and try to cash flow that? I mean, if you had non-retirement, you know, money set aside that were investments, you know, you could pull from that. But it sounds like I, I just want to make sure we understand his investments correctly. And I, I kind yeah, of hundred thousand dollars in the mutual fund. Is that based on retirement? Uh, Andrew, is that just overall just general investing you guys are doing, but thinking? Uh, so so we have about 110 in locked-in retirement plans that we can't touch till we're 65. That's mm-hmm. all mutual funds. Um, and in. then, yeah, so then in our tax-free, which is like our... Is that like, like a brokerage? IRAs, okay. Uh, oh. Just with our bank. But then like the Roth IRA is basically maxed out. So we have about 150 in it now, mm-hmm. a little bit less. Yeah. That's like a cashable GIC. So technically I can pull it out at any time. We're making a bit of cash on it. So um, it's kind of like if like, we, it's like if we had Roth IRAs and you could pull, you know, you could take out your contribution at any yes, point. at any point. As, as long as, as you it, don't yeah. touch the, the, the growth. Yeah. It, the thing is, Andrew, if, if, if things are earmarked for retirement, we just leave those alone mm-hmm. and just say don't cash out for, for multiple reasons. Number one, making sure you have retirement, which I know you guys will, but also we don't yeah. want you hit with taxes and fees and things that are unnecessary to be dinged with mm-hmm. versus just letting them grow, right? When you can use your income, yeah. which your income is so high as the tool to go and say, hey, let's use this tool to go and pay everything off. So what I would say, Andrew, is I would, I would do what I could because again, you guys, it's $108,000 and you guys make such great money that I'm like, oh, I, I'm with Jade. I'm like, get as far down as possible. And even if you had to re-sign the mortgage yeah. for, for six months, yeah, right? that's it's, nothing. It, it's not going to kill you. So I just, I, I hesitate taking anything that is earmarked for retirement and is not just yeah. general, general savings. So um, either way, honestly, Andrew, let's be honest. <laughs> either way, you guys are going to be fine. Right. You're going to be fine. If you took a little bit of money out and you're not you know, and it is earmarked for retirement, but you, you, it's different, right, in Canada that you may not be hit with all of the sure. penalties that you would be here in America. And you guys yeah. want to use it, then you, and pay off that, that's great, and then continue to max our retirement, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you guys just said, hey, let's just buckle down for two years and use our income and maybe have a little bit of a high interest rate at the end of this yeah. and knock it out, you're going to be fine too. So yeah. either way, yeah. it's fine. And I, I lean to use your income as the thing that helps you get out of debt and retirement. Too. I would too. And I feel like there's probably a Are way like, that- Oh no, my wife is winning this, this <laughs> argument right now. Basically, yeah, she is. That's totally what she said. I know. <laughs> I, yeah, that's where I, that's where I lean. Well, there's probably a way you can increase your income too for a while. I mean, you're both working your jobs. If you were really yeah. like as intense as you're saying, maybe there's a way you can both pick up a little bit of extra work and knock this thing out. I'm excited for you guys. It's a great, and Angie, you guys are so young. You really are. You're going to be okay. Either way, you really are. Take a, de- take a, de- take a deep breath. Yes.
you're going to be good. That's right. Yeah, there's no way to screw this up. I'm yeah. excited for them. No matter how you slice it, yes. two years from now, you're they're not going to have a mortgage. You're killing it. It's awesome. Woo. That's what it's all about, guys. This is what we want. We want freedom for you. The things that we're teaching is not to hold you back. It's to push you forward so you can be like my guy, Andrew, in Alberta, Canada, paying off his mortgage. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Thanks for listening. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality. And to my right, Rachel Cruz. Rachel, I enjoy hosting with you. This is fun when it's two two lovely ladies. You know I what I'm love it, Jade. I love that you're here. We're talking money. And you and I, we're going to be doing some fun stuff starting next yes. week. I'm excited. If you did not hear, guys... We announced something super exciting that me and Rachel are personally very excited about. But yes. this is it. We and all of the other personalities are going to be leading Financial Peace University. We're going to be coordinating the classes ourselves. Yeah, we are. Live from the interwebs. We're going to be coordinating it. And we want you to come join our classes. So uh, I got to do this last month with a group of folks. It was like a thousand of us, guys. Unbelievable. It was amazing. Um, and Rachel and I are the first... Of the two, ladies first yes. to be hosting. That's right. And so, um, May eighth. Yep. Your your class is in the evening. That's right. Eight eight Central, nine Eastern time. And I see. Okay. So yeah, in the nights uh, after kids go down, dinner's done, all of that, you can yes. hop on with Jade, or I'm going to do during the lunch hour. So one p.m. Eastern time will be my class, and we're going to do mondays and wednesdays is it'll be about yes. four weeks i think we're skipping the week of memorial day that's right because there's a lot of things mm -hmm. happening there so it'll bump that down and if you've never done financial peace university do it and do it with us yes. sign up and and it's amazing that the amount of turnaround that happens with people and their money when they go through financial peace university it's so powerful unbelievable and, uh, it's incredible. So Jade and I are so excited to walk with you guys through it. So it's going to be so fun. So make sure to sign up uh, if you go to fpufinancialpeaceuniversity.com and click on a class. Jade and myself, again, we start this coming Monday. So yes. just a few days, uh, a week from today. And yeah, we're going to walk through the whole class. And let's be honest, we want to beat the boys. That's right. We Let's do. just be honest. They're about doing that. it later this summer. Don't, don't. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, they'll be great too. But I mean, if you can do choose between now. George and Rachel, come on. I'm way more fun than George. I mean, John he might be funnier. John but. versus Jade. Come on now. No, Jade's way more fun. Way more fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna I'm be just great. Saying, sorry, John. I, mean, I might hear about that later. But <laughs> we didn't even talk about Ken. Ken's hosting a class. Eddie Cullen. Everybody's hosting. This is yes. exciting. Yeah, any class, jump in. Uh, again, the personalities we're doing it throughout the summer, so different times. Uh, different days, different starting points, but Jade's and I starts a week from today. Whoop, whoop. All right, guys. In the meantime, go ahead and give us a call here on the show right now. The number is 888-825-5225. We got Daniel in San Bernardino. What's going on, Daniel? 
Hi, Jade. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Good. Uh, Rachel, thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. How can we help? Well, I have a question. Um, I want to invest on a house. Uh, well, I want to invest on a rental. Um, I have a property here and I have a piece of uh, land that's about a one and a half acre lot. I only use half of that and um, the other space it's empty. So I want to set another uh, a manufacturer home on a lot and rent it out. Is it okay if I ask for uh, a loan for that? It's, it's going to be 50% of the loan because I already have the 50% mm. for the down payment. Okay, how much how much will the total home be? Two twenty to two thirty at the most. Okay. And how much do you make a year, Daniel? I'll make you about a hundred and eighty. Hundred and eighty, okay. Yeah. And no other debt? Um no. no. And do you have any savings besides the half that you have saved up for this? Uh forty for my emergency. Okay. That's great. So, Daniel, when it comes to real estate, we are all about paid for real estate when it comes to especially beyond just your main home that you're in. Um, so taking out a loan, even if it's half, even if it's 50 percent, I honestly, we I would not recommend doing that because it just adds in risk. And and even with those types of homes, they do still go down in value Absolutely. where other real estates like single family homes or condos. Um you, you know, obviously the real estate market's been nuts the past few years. Uh, and as you can see, it's actually gained a lot uh, the past few years. But always, you almost always, always come out above when it comes to real estate, except for these types of homes that you're talking about. I mean, mobile homes, anything with a motor and wheels traditionally goes down in value. And so I, it would not be something I would recommend investing in or especially taking a loan out for. Absolutely. And it's if I understand correctly, you've got this land. Are you living on the other half of the land? Yes, I am. Yeah, I feel like putting that um, leverage on your own personal property, your own personal land at that that kind of debt, especially, it just feels, I don't know, it puts a knot in my stomach. I wouldn't go through with it. Is there a way that you can start saving up cash to buy something less expensive to put on that land eventually? It, it, I mean, there is a way, but it's, it, it's kind of hard because I have to come up with with everything, I have to go look for the for the for the uh, manufactured home. I have to get uh, the um, um, uh, to people to do the the uh, utilities. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of work. So and, and plus my my work, it, it's kind of hard for me to do all that stuff instead of just going to the um, where the manufacturer and then they they do all the work for me. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm I mean no. Rachel's telling you. I'm telling you. We would not go into debt to put a mobile home on your property. We just wouldn't do it. Okay. There's no peace in it. I think one route takes longer mm -hmm. and it's, it, it requires more. And sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say it requires more sacrifice on the long haul. Um, whereas the other one feels like a quick fix, but at the end of the day, there's a lot more risk attached to it and there's a lot less peace attached to it. Yeah. And Daniel, I'll be honest too, being a landlord to someone that is, a hundred feet away from you also just plays into your quality of life. You know, for some people it's, it works out totally fine. Other times that the, per, if something breaks or whatever it is, whoever's renting from there is going to be knocking on your door and yeah. and you're right there. The proximity of it, honestly, it, 
it kind of just sets you up. If you if you don't need to do this, you know, for some reason, then there's I don't see a need to. It, it doesn't fast forward your financial plan no. um, fast enough. It's not this like get rich quick kind of thing. There can be a lot of headaches involved from a relational standpoint. And also, you know, if the person doesn't pay, it's like, yeah, yeah, you're you're on the you're on the fence for the rent and all of it. So, I mean, how much rent can you draw from a mobile home? Uh, well, out here, we're there because I have a couple uh, parties that does that for uh, too. So they're making about two grand to twenty five hundred a month. I just think two thousand dollars a month to take out two hundred thirty k in loans. That's just, I mean, it's going to take you forever to pay that back. You could probably make, you could probably find a way to make more than that and figure out a way to then buy this in cash. Does that make sense? You could go out and side hustle and make 25 to three grand a month and bring that money in in another way and then save up to buy cash. I just don't think it's worth it to go into the debt for it. But, you know, I get it, Rachel. Everybody doesn't see eye to eye with us on that pay cash for real estate. I think for a lot of people, it's a lot of time, you know. Yeah, and and what real estate has become, not always... um, but what what ends up happening in my husband? This is what he does for a living. So I'm going to try to like, oh, let's let's hear I'm, it. I'm trying to like maybe get him to come on so he can talk <gasps> about too. Because I it's, would love that. Because just the headache, like this idea that yeah, we're just going to have real estate and rent it out and make a bunch of money. There's so much. It ends up being a part time job. Mm-hmm. There's risk involved. The renter does not pay every single month on time. These are these are people with situations with you know, a death in the family or a sickness, a medical diagnosis, a job. I mean, things just happen. And so again, if real estate is something you love, and I come from a family that loves real estate, so it's not a bad thing by any means. If anything, anything, in baby step seven, once you've maxed out retirement with investments, paid for real estate's a great option. And like, so I'm all for it, but doing it in the right order and the right way, because it's, it just, I just see it on Instagram. I see it on TikTok (laughs) and like all this Passive it makes income. it yeah it just makes it seem so easy and fluid and it's just not that easy and especially when you take on debt and take on more risk with it it's just not worth it in the end yeah i think people forget about the the risk that's tied to it they're thinking oh i can cash flow 2000 a month or 2500 a month and they're not thinking about what happens when you can't rent it out yep. what happens when that person doesn't pay what happens when it's not as passive as you thought it was that's right. and you've got to get into things that you didn't know you were going to get into so we're trying to we're trying to get you there we just want to get you there the safest smartest way possible and um that's by paying cash people for real estate rachel cruz knows what she's talking about this is the ramsey show It's The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. And Rachel Cruz joined me, joining me today as my co-host. Guys, I am like tripping a little bit because during the break, we decided that we are going to pull back the curtain. Rachel, we are going to expose ourselves because <laughs> here's the thing. We, we're always talking to you guys about your budget and how you need to be spending your money. And this is how, this is how it goes. And y'all are probably sitting back there going, hmm. I bet y'all are not perfect. I bet sometimes you <laughs> go over budget, Jade and Rachel. I mm-hmm. bet sometimes you guys don't track your financials, Jade and Rachel. I bet sometimes you guys, you know, spend more on groceries or more on going out than you said you were. And you're right. You're right. You're right. It we, happens. Man. And so I'm pulling up my every dollar app. I have app, pulled Jay. up my every dollar app. I have it. It's right here. You can see the green banner every dollar and uh i'm gonna look at april because may just started and i'll be honest with you 
I actually want to say something, but you guys might laugh at me. What? Okay. Since I started working at Ramsey, I used to work from home. Yeah. And since I started working at Ramsey, I spend so much less money because I'm working. Like I'm not at home. Oh, yes. Totally. I think when my office was at home, I would look around and be like, oh, I I need this or I need that. And I spent more money. Yes. I hardly spend any money now. Sam Sam Warshaw is in the in the lobby and he's putting two thumbs up because he <laughs> he's knows yes I man. have probably saved us hundreds. okay so what we do with our budget Jade all right which I know not everyone is this because again I think you go more detailed with the budget I go more detailed with the budget yeah, for some I people do. you don't have to you can go more broad yes. categories if you want right if you've been budgeting for a while yeah so I just went through a few of our months because if there's anything new added to the budget. That's not in an obvious category. We just create a new line item in every dollar. So yeah, I went we through too. February, March, April. Okay. So here were our oh, big ones. Oh, you went ones. back far. That's well, good. Well, I, I just went back real fast before, okay. during the break. Okay. So summer camps Ooh. in February, Jade. And I remember this happening. I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but in Nashville, where we live, to sign your kids up for like cheer camp at the local high school for the week or a church camp. Yeah. You know, if you go to the church for the day, our kids like, you know, they're little. So they're doing like elementary school stuff. These people, their stuff is signing up like in in February, and it's Ooh. like it it was crazy. To so it's me. like a it waiting cra- list. It was nuts. So I had to get all organized and all of this. So we had a whole line item, Jade, and they're doing like three camps each through the through the summer. They're each a week long. So yes. there's like a cheer camp. Caroline's doing a little dance camp. Uh, they're mm-hmm. both doing church camp, uh, and they have swim lessons. Wow, that's good. And all of this came in February. So I had a whole line item with <laughs> with camps that are not cheap. I'm like. Which granted, if you have my kid all day for five days, I get that I'm going to pay for it. True that. But it's a lot. So summer camps was like one that it cost us way more than I ever thought. And I had to sit there and like redo the budget to get the money for summer camp. So that was February. Uh, Then Winston had some doctor's visits that we weren't expecting. Mm -hmm. Nothing Mm -hmm. major, but just some just some like checkups and that kind of thing. Well, they all fell in March. So we had a whole line item for doctor's visits. Amelia's birthday is in April, early April. But I had but we did a skate party. So I had to rent the skate center, a little birthday thing in March. So that was yeah, that was what I was not expecting in March. I was thinking April birthday, but no, we had to pay for it in March. Oh, good call. Yeah. and then this past month, one of uh, one of our team members, Nicole, hi, Nicole, she helps with my social media, uh, <laughs> is getting married. And I was like, I want to get her a great gift. And so, you know, I figured out kind of how much we could spend, but that, you know, mm-hmm. but I created a whole other line item for Nicole's wedding yeah. gift for it. Uh, so yeah, so stuff, I mean, it does, it will just, life happens throughout the month and things just pop up. Okay. How about you, Jade? What's um, yours? Okay. So I only looked at April. I don't, I don't know why I didn't go back further. And I, I am very detailed. Like we do a line item that's got like all of the giving um, that we mm-hmm. want to do. And it's like tallied out um, by like tithe, by fun giving, like that kind of stuff. We love giving tips. Like that's yes. a line item to give extra tips. Ooh, I love that. Fun. All right. So let's see here. That's a, well, great, that's a great thing. I need to add that. I in love our, it. In our giving area. Yes. In our budget. Because then specifically when, when we go there, I'll be like, hey, do you want to use some of our tip budget? <gasps> Which like makes sense. Because then, then it doesn't come out of your restaurant yes, line exactly, item. And you get more. Rachel. I hear you, Jade. That's it. That's how I we play this. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So I'm going to... All right. Let's see here. I would say that the thing that popped up was my son's school enrollment. Oh. The application fees for his school. For the fall. Yeah, for the fall. I, look at all this stuff happening. And so, so I put it just a separate line item there because I was like, well, here it is. Um, I went over my date night budget. Mm. It's, it's in the red. I It's red. Hey. 
Yes, it is. If there's any line item to do that, that and clothes. It's it's red. I will justify but that one. <laughs> my grocery budget is not, I did not go over my grocery, like I didn't even hit all of it. Oh, good. And I'm just going to say this because I said this on live the other day and people came at me. Mm-mm. The average amount for a family of four to spend on groceries is between $800 to $1,200 the last time I checked. Wow. I wow. spend $1,200. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault you on that because I have a different line item for do you do Costco? Yeah, I have a household items line. Okay. But just grocery store. Just grocery store. Yes. And that's what they say. And I'm like, I could spend eight hundred. As a matter of fact, for a while I did. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, as if you, you have the margin. As you come up in margin, it's okay. But yeah. there are a lot of people I did a Facebook or an Instagram live about it and a lot of people were like, Yeah, me too, me too. And I was like, I do buy a lot of like organic I was and gonna stuff say, like that. The the quality of food yes. too you buy it, you pay for it. You pay I mean, for yeah, it. So that makes sense. But totally. that's I mean, it just goes to show there's plenty of space where you can cut money. Now, kids' birthday came up. Ooh. Both of my kids are born in the month of August, the eighteenth and the twenty first. Um, and so there were more expenditures there because we weren't going to do as much. And then it always, you know. You say it. And then as it has it, starts happening. And I honestly, know. the weather became nice. And I was like, I feel like it would be nice to have a few more plants in the backyard. Yes. And I got some. <gasps> yes. That was not. You know what? Our, I had to come out of another category for that one, Rachel, if I'm being honest with myself. You here. know what Winston did? And not to blame him because it looks it looks beautiful. But the, in April, we have <laughs> literally, we have a line item. But and, what it's, got- and it's called Rocks. <laughs> it's literally called rocks because he got these like stepping stones to create this like little sidewalk yeah. from our garage to our back porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, it's, that's nice. And it, it and it it was nice, Jake, because I see the dollar amount next to rocks. Okay. It's not just rocks out there. We we bought some nice rock. Doesn't it make you feel <laughs> weird that you have to buy rocks? <laughs> and we put it in the budget. We do. We're that, such nerds. Yes. But again, you guys, it all goes back to the idea of stuff is going to happen. Number one. Yep. Uh, number two, it's your budget. So you yep. get to shift categories. You yes. get to figure out, like you're saying, being flexible, shift categories to make mm-hmm. it work for you. Detailed, um, realistic, flexible. And and it feels like permission. It's like, yes, there's the amount of money we need for rocks. Yes. Go get some rocks. <laughs> now, I'll be honest. I try not to, like, if something comes up that I want to do or that, quote, I'm going to put need in quotes because it's rarely a need. It, let's be honest. It's yeah. usually a want. I try to, if I have to, you know, do a little magic work on the budget, I try not to ever pull from like the savings. You know, oh, yeah. I try yeah, to yeah. pull it from another category. And so yes. like in this case, I had a certain amount budgeted for counseling, but I ended up not seeing my counselor as much. So I had a, yes. a little chunk of change there and that ended up going towards plants. Yes. So. And that, yeah. But that's great. And that, yes, that's the game to play is don't, if you, if you guys are past, especially baby step three mm-hmm. uh, and you just have some, you know, if you have money left over at the month and you're putting it in a save in savings, that's what we do. And we try to hit a number yeah. every month. And it, it's a, it's a great game of discipline yes. to go through the budget and say, okay, where can I move up? Because like even our miscellaneous category can start to grow. Yes. And I can look to be like, wow, we've, we, we can cool it, out. Yeah. We can like, we can shrink that and pull money here. Um, our out to eat, it had more. It's funny because we spent more on groceries than out to eat last month. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had some margin there. Yes. Right. That I'm like, okay, there's, yeah, we can pull money there and you, you can just go through it. It ends up being kind of like this game maybe we're it just is. sick in the head jade i don't know what it is but it feels like a game so it feels like a game because you think okay i can find that i can find that extra you know whatever it is in all these categories oh, yeah. i will and again it just it, yeah. it allows the discipline the discipline to come in so what's one thing that you are like if like this i must spend money on like it's it's 
a want, not mm-hmm. a need, that you're mm-hmm. like, no matter what, this has got to be in the budget, please, Winston. I have a, I have like a clothing personal line item, and it's not the Rachel. We have the Rachel line item, but then I have a separate one for like clothes yeah. and makeup and my hair, all that. Gotta have it. I do. It's just like my, it's my outlet. <laughs> I feel that. I'm <laughs> the same way. I gotta have my nails done. I know. I must have my nails done. I just, I'm not the same woman if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, go back and look at your budget. And now you won't feel so bad because you see we're real people. We're all trying to cut, cut our way through this. We're all trying to make sure we stay on the budget. And we do. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm your host today, Jade Warshaw, joined by Rachel Cruz. And let me tell you something. If this show has helped you in any way, if you enjoy listening, maybe you just find us entertaining. I would suggest, and I would love it, we would all love it here if you would share the show, if you would go on there, like the show, uh, subscribe to the show, and leave us a review, leave us some comments, but only the good comments. As a matter of fact, I was laughing with Rachel about some of the comments that I see, and sometimes I screenshot them because some of them are just ridiculous. So, (laughs) So only put things that are factual number one (laughs) let's not start rumors in the comments um but we would love for you to share comments good ones we'd like for you to share it review it um because this this boosts us in the ratings it helps us with the analog is it what is it called not analog did what is it Algorithm. algorithm thank you james oh. for saving my life there the algorithm the more you like it it boosts it and so you see it for the next time and that's good for all of us so we appreciate that and without further ado we're going to go to the calls if you want to give us a call give us a call at the number at 888-825-5225 and we'll take your call josie is in salt lake city what's going on josie we were just in salt lake city last yeah, week yeah we were i know how exciting yeah Thank you for taking my call today you're welcome how can we help all right, so I will be graduating from college in a year, which is pretty exciting. And I just want your opinion on if you think it will be worth it for me to pursue my master's, even though my husband and I are planning on me being a stay-at-home mom in the future. Okay. Um, are you? And do you, I mean, are you married now? Like, do you have a? I am. Yes, my okay. husband and I got married in December. Okay, good. Well, congratulations. Newly married. Um, And for, yeah, staying at home, will you guys want a family soon? Do you think you'll wait a little bit? Have you guys talked about timeline in that regard? Well, so that's kind of tied in with the question. And so my my husband just graduated actually this uh, a couple days ago with his bachelor's and he's getting his master's um, and he'll have that in two years. And uh, so if I, I graduate in a year, I, I would work for a year uh, to save money for house down payments and things like that. And then we've talked about maybe having kids then once he's out of his master's mm-hmm. or I have an opportunity to get my master's while I'm working, um, but it would take four years because it's a summer program for, I, I have a teaching, yeah, I'll have a teaching degree. So okay. in the summers, I could get my master's in four years and we would wait to have kids till after that. And so that's the thing is, but I wouldn't, it'd be nice to have my master's, but I probably wouldn't use, use it, it Yeah, because we would just start having kids. Although it's nice to be educated and especially, I mean, yeah. you're working women, you know that I, I just kind of wanted to have your way in on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think if you're doing it from an ROI perspective, you're going to want to kind of map out, Josie, okay, here's 
how much this is going to cost, the schooling. Here's how much I will make. Are you able in Utah, I know it's different per state, are you able to graduate from college with the degree you have and go into the classroom or do you have to have your master's? I should be able to go in the classroom. You can. Okay. So your master's degree for teaching would simply, it would be a pay raise, correct? Correct. Okay. And that would be the main reason you would get it. Is that right? Besides, or Mm -hmm. unless just education is really important to you and you want to do that, but is the main motivation. It would be a pay raise and kind of a safety net. You know, I plan on being a stay-at-home mom, but if anything ever happened, you know, where I'd have to support our family, it it would be a bit of a a safety net because it would be a pay raise. Okay. And how much of a pay raise would it be? Do you know? Oh, that's a good question. I'm actually not sure. Okay. Ooh, that's an important one because you want to know yeah. <laughs> what the yeah what you're getting for what you're paying for. Um, how much is it going to cost for you to get your master's? So I would actually, no, it would be free. I would have no cost. I, I would have a scholarship. Oh, oh okay. Interesting. That's great. That changes my thoughts dramatically, I will say. Um, what about your husband? What's his going to cost? So he, uh, we're both graduating debt-free. He also has no cost for his master's. We've been able to work hard and uh, have academic scholarships. So the cost is really just the amount of time you'll be able to work full time because. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, Josie, at that point, it's not really a financial question. It's really kind of a, a values question at that point. You know, Mm -hmm. what, what do you, what do you want? I mean, if you know in your heart of hearts that my husband probably is going to have a great job and you really want to be home, uh, be a stay-at-home mom, which I think is a very honorable way to live your life. A hundred percent, we love mm-hmm. stay-at-home moms. My mom was a stay-at-home mom; it's such a gift. Um, but and you know, like yeah, that that's probably in my future sooner than later, and I'm good. Maybe taking a job for a year or two, and if I have, you know, if we get pregnant and we have babies, then I'm going to yeah. be home, and you won't have a need for a master's. I wouldn't get a master's as a safety net for something in the future that is not happening now. Uh, if that makes sense, that is true. Um, right. So, but, but if you, but again, Jesse, on the other end of the coin, if you really do, I mean, some people, this is not me, but some people love education. John, John Deloney is like this. And he's like, I just love learning and school and, you know, higher ed and all of that. If that's something that is just that you just really enjoy and it's a value to you and a passion for you and it's free Mm -hmm. and you want to take the time and go and get that for yourself. And that feels like a big accomplishment for you. Uh, then I would say go for it. Yeah. But uh, at that point, it really is a it's a it's a values question on on what uh, on what you want, Josie. You know, for for your future. Yeah, and I'm, right. I'm I'm thinking of two sides of this as well. I'm thinking of if you know after a certain period of time you're going to want to go back into the workforce, there could be some merit to having this because I'm thinking once you have kids, you don't have the same amount of time. Sometimes you don't have the same amount of capacity. However, there's the other side of me that's thinking. Sometimes after you've had kids, you want to do just something for yourself. Yeah. And you want, and it's kind of like cool having that waiting for you. Like, okay, like I'm going to pour into myself. I'm going to go. And I'm wondering, will this opportunity to get the master's for free, will it still be there on down the line? Or is this right, like that, limited time only? I, I've, I'm not sure, right? Because I, I, um, you know, I don't, I don't have an offer waiting, but it's just almost everyone that does this program at, at my college, it's it's paid for. They always have scholarships for, um, they, they only accept three people every year for this um, opportunity. Mm. So I, I haven't even applied, but I, it's, there's not many people in, in my major at this college. And okay. I, I think I'd have a chance, but maybe, maybe that is something I could do down the line. You, you're giving me lots of things to think about. Well, research it. Advice. I think right at this point, I think you still have a lot of research to do to, to really 
be able to funnel out your options and see where each one leads, mm-hmm. you know, finding yeah, out, definitely. finding out how much of a pay raise you would get, find out, you know, how likely it is that you actually get this free opportunity, find out how long it would be available after you've gotten your, you know, your initial degree, your grad degree, how long, you know, if it's still going to mm-hmm. be there. And, you know, that'll kind of lead you on down the line. As long as you're not going into debt over this, I feel like you've got lots of options. Yeah. And I think a safety net too, Josie, is that you can still go into the classroom without this. Like if it was the only thing blocking you from doing, from, you know, being able to be in the classroom and teach, I would probably push for you to get it just just so that you have the ability to do that job. Mm-hmm. But if you can do that job still for two years and it's something that you've gotten your degree in and that you love and a master's degree is not stopping you from that, a part of me right. say, just go on in the classroom and do some and work for a few years. And then yeah. again, when you guys want to start a family, since you know that's going to be your passion, do that. And then by the time, like Jade is saying, if you ever did want to go back and get your master's, honestly, Josie, from the way you, I'm going to just predict, I could be totally wrong, but from the way you're talking <laughs> and how um, mature you guys are and probably hardworking, you would probably just cash flow it even if the opportunity was there. Yes. And in, right. in, in eight, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 years That's uh, true. down the line too. So I would be up to probably just go in and just start teaching uh, for a yeah. few years until you guys start a family. It would probably be my, but again, that's just me, Josie, that I get, if... John Deloney would probably have a different answer if he was sitting here too, because there's not <laughs> a right might, or wrong. Might. There's not a right or wrong uh, when it comes, especially to the to the financial part of it. It's just really a what you want to do. And what do you um, think, Josie? What are you leaning towards? Oh man, so many things to think about, and such great advice. I Good. I think maybe I am leaning towards just going into the workforce because it's. It, I think I I was worried that this is the only time I'd have this opportunity, right? Mm. But you're saying that that's not the case, and and you know my life doesn't end once I leave college, right? There's yes, that's right. That's right. Opportunity. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for the call. That was a good one. I enjoyed that's great, talking Josie. That. Thanks for calling. It's yeah. a great question. Very cool. Yet again, I, I just love the calls, Rachel, when people call in and they're not backed into a corner. Yes. They've got options. And I love that, you know, both of them, they've got this opportunity to get their master's for free. Which is amazing. Because yeah. I'm not going into debt for that one. That's amazing. Very, very cool. Well, Folks, that does it for this hour of the show. Be sure to join us next time. And I want you to remember this. When it comes to changing your life and your money, you can tell me that you can't do it, but don't tell me that you won't do it. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.